0: Ladies and gentlemen, I am Sam the SLB, and alongside me today is the man behind the Twitter, the other half of this operations, Vince McMahon, voice of reason, Scott, as well as our latest addition to the podcast. He's the man with many numbers, John the Lamp Statman. We are coming to you from above the ring, Shippit Studios, premier wrestling podcast covering all things AEW to WWE worldwide. Coming to you Monday morning, Turner time. <laughs> we are back, guys. We are back. We got the latest edition. We have a new format for the show. Scott, it's been a while. John, it's been a while since you've been, no, actually, the last podcast you were with us. How are we doing this morning?
1: (laughs) We're doing pretty good. It's nice to get the crew back together. Um, Like I was saying before we started this, the last time Sam and I did one fully together was back in the end of May. So episode 130, The Return, The Restructure, or whatever Seth Rollins used to say about reclaiming and rebuilding, and, you know, we're back.
2: It's nice to join in, and I'm gonna be bringing in the stats for you guys and all sorts of news that we gotta cover mm. for each episode.
0: <laughs> yes, John is gonna have. He has a uh, a lot of good information, a lot of additional stuff that we uh will be beneficial to the show. But just before we get into it, guys, don't forget to listen to Scott's review NXT narrative and SmackDown study that drop on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays, respectively. We're gonna go through the calendar quickly of the next two weeks. We have shortened the format. Usually, we go through a month. We're going to do two weeks where it's now a bi weekly show. So mm-hmm. expect to hear us every two weeks. Unless you're hearing bi weekly, like, oh, they're going to be twice a week. You're a madman. <laughs> but kicking things off, uh, we have obviously this coming week, we have AEW Grand Slam. Mm-hmm. This card, I don't know what it is about this show. This looks like a. this is probably the best super card. You know, this is just looking like a lot of fun. Uh, This year uh, we have impacts victory road on the 23rd burning spirit for new Japan pro wrestling, the 25th on the first, we have stardom star five star grand Prix. And then last but not least, we will have new Japan pro wrestling's Royal quest on the second. And actually, and by the time this drops, it'll be the week of, or in two weeks, we will be talking about battle of the belts and bound for glory. Mm -hmm. So but from there, we're gonna have to. We have a couple of topics we want to go through today. Mm-hmm. A lot of crazy mm-hmm. things. We don't even have to start
2: and tell you about things that have happened since All Out. I was about to say, Sam. Do you want to start right with the drama? <laughs> oh, we're going right into it. We are going <laughs> right into
0: it. This is this has been the creme de la creme of the wrestling world.
1: <laughs> should Should I get my chair ready to start? You know, to throw at the wall or throw at somebody's face?
0: I don't think. I've seen wrestling fans so divided on this. <laughs> it's so passionate about a news topic since AEW started as a company.
1: Mm.
0: So, John, yeah, kick us off with the news uh, bits we got here, especially with the suspensions.
2: Well, we do know that a lot of chaos came from that media scrum at, at AEW All Out just uh, a few weeks ago, or a couple weeks ago, I should say. Uh, we saw a number of, of people suspended. Mm-hmm. Even some like like a lot of the higher ups, you know, in the company, I guess, and we saw some ones where we were scratching our heads. I was like, wait, why were they suspended? But now um, we're starting to see some of those suspensions lifted. Uh, so I have this up according to wrestlinginc.com. Matthew Wilkinson writes Earlier this week it was reported that Pat Buck has had his suspension lifted by AEW. And according to Dave Meltzer. Uh, Brandon Cutler, Christopher Daniels, Michael Nakazawa. They're all in the same position. So I think what he means there is their suspensions lifted and they're all able to return to work. I think those were the ones where we were scratching our heads. We're like, wait, why were they suspended?
1: Mm. They might've been the ones to break up the fight. And not directly be involved, but since they were still involved, it's like being guilty by association, so they still have to get punished.
2: He does write that he. uh, it is believed that those who have had their suspensions lifted were just trying to break up the fight rather than actually being involved themselves.
0: Yeah, looking at the list of names, so I wasn't really sure about Pat Buck, but Nakazawa and Brandon Cutler, obviously they're associated with the Bucks and Kenny. Daniels was the one that was like, wait a minute. What is Daniels involved for? You know, guys, the guy's a world renowned talent and he gets suspended. But now we, we read this article and it makes a lot of sense that they were, they probably were passerbys and, you know, handling, you know, trying to break up what was going on. You know, like you said, Scott guilty by association.
2: Right. Uh, But even other interesting news regarding that is um, we know that we had the report that Kenny Omega was in Japan, I think promoting the, uh, upcoming AEW video game fight forever. And he's over there with uh I think he's over there with Nakazawa. This this uh, article says. But I think one question I wanted to ask you guys is like do you think this counts as work because I mean Kenny Kenny Omega is like the main guy in run like uh in charge AW of this games? video game. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So like do you think him promoting this uh, I guess aligns with his suspension
0: <sighs> the,
2: with the, <laughs> the
0: way it fell. I mean, he is the front runner of this game, he probably knows the most about it, aside from maybe Aubrey Edwards. I'd assume those are the two names I really associate AEW games with right now. Yep. Um, I wonder if they treat it as a separate entity because he's not just over there promoting the game, it is Tokyo Game Show. It's mm. their, one of their biggest, you know, game events over there. So maybe they tried to separate like, okay, we need you over there, but you can't do anything associated with, you know, AEW. You can do the AEW game stuff. You promote fight forever, but that you're still suspended there.
2: Yeah. I think it might be a matter of, well, I'm sure the network has some say in this too, where they're like, all right, you they we don't, we can't have them on television right now. So they, they want to do this thing with their video game. That's fine. That has nothing to do with us, but these, uh, I think five other guys that are still suspended right now, they can't be, they can't be near, uh, any, anything television wise.
0: Mm. Yeah. I think that's the final consensus here. Um, again, we're going to be focusing on this because obviously the perpetrators all involved are still suspended. And there is no news. I know there was a third party company came in to investigate Mm -hmm. and we're waiting. Now, uh, again, it's tough to see. And this is why we avoid opinions on the show because even the internet's like, Oh, I've heard heard sources that the bucks and Kenny, they're feeling out for WWE and they're going to go over there. And then I've seen other people go, Oh, they're going to kick CM Punk out of the company. There's a lot more going on here. You can't just to, to, to Tony Khan, definitely had his balls checked here like like to be honest with you you know he started the company with the bucks and kenny but he's also a big cm punk fan and he's still one of the biggest names in the industry yep so he he can't choose sides here he want choosing one or the other side
2: well that too and i think tony khan is just he's allowing too much to be on his plate right now in terms of aew like not only does he do aew but he does stuff for the jaguars for mm-hmm. uh uh, a football club overseas yep. you know, this is a man that wears many hats so i think you know with something like this happening with aew i think he needs to delegate he does and
0: i think this is something yeah. we've talked about for a while especially with ring of honor
2: mm-hmm. the last show we had was with ring of honor
0: uh, i tweeted on wednesday i'm like tony i'm looking forward to this match this weekend but where's ring of honor when's yep. the next show Fuck, just do the super cards. Just do this, give us something mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. And we're really, we Ring of Honor is a name brand. Like that's in some to some people, Ring of Honor is a bigger deal than AEW. And looking at the past 20 years, rightfully so, for its place in wrestling history, right? So, with that being said, yeah, Tony, Tony needs to get it all together now. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if we're going into. Again, we're going into the last quarter of the year. You look into quarter one of 2019, I'm looking at the I have the <laughs> AW date here. Um 2023, you see some restructuring of this company or structure of this company. Because again, I think we talked what is the structure of this company look like? Is this Tony Khan and then everybody else? Is there some kind of structure? Like we need we need something. We need to know what's going
2: on here. There there is a structure, and I, I can pull that up for you if you like, because I know at least three of the like five notable higher ups were in this whatever you want to call it this brawl yeah. or this this melee <laughs> that was going on
1: yeah and that's a whole different yeah that, that that calls that whole thing into question like should the wrestlers even be you know in management you know positions if they're still active wrestlers I get it if they're retired so you kind of look at you know, uh, I believe um, you have like Tony Schiavone, who is one of the the, the head men. Uh, obviously, he wasn't a wrestler, but he's been within wrestling forever. You have people like Christopher Daniels, who's not really an active wrestler anymore. So him having a higher position kind of makes sense. But you he have, also got involved and you know, he gets suspended for it.
0: But then when you come to stuff like storyline writing, you'll have like QT Marshall is like Tony Khan's number number two man there. We have right. Colt Cabana, who's pretty much being pushed towards the Ring of Honor and things.
1: Yeah. Um, so I mean, certain people can be involved, but if you're active, like, active, I feel like I, I get it. Kenny and the Bucks, you know, and Cody before he left, they were you know the the be all end all for the EVP stuff, and now Cody went on back to WWE, and Kenny and the Bucks are getting in brawls with CM Punk. I mean, uh hmm <laughs>
0: I'm curious. Has has Cody said anything about that since?
2: No, it's Cody Cody has NDAs in place to where he can't say
1: anything. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes perfect yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah. Cody's <laughs> a super
2: po- Cody's a super political guy too. So he he's not. He's pretty cool about things, and I don't think he likes to talk bad about people. So even if they weren't in place, I don't think he would dive too much. Yeah, into well, the possibilities. Yeah, In well, that AEW was my camp. thing.
0: I was wondering if he kind of gave a, hey, this is, you know, just my thought, you know, without going after anybody, just his thoughts on the situation. I'm not sure. He was close friends with them. Wasn't, was curious, but I know, like you said, WWE has the NDAs. You know, they can't talk about anything outside of the company. Still kind of, huh? We're getting there. Scott, Scott's noticed that recently. True. <laughs> it's true. Speaking about uh, people coming back or people being unsuspended, we had a big announcement this week supposedly, that Jeff Hardy's coming back.
2: Yeah, we have some pretty... It, it's not a definite, but I mean, it, it's someone... I think someone on the inside just has an idea that... Uh, so this is according to WrestleTalk.com, uh, and this is from Andy Datson. It is reported that Jeff Hardy is expected to leave rehab in the near future, which also allows him to return to the ring. And I mean, also... His own brother Matt, I think, teased on his podcast that we'd be getting the all new Jeff pretty soon. So it doesn't list an exact date for a return yet, but I think we could see that probably within the next probably a couple of months. Nice. He, nice. he definitely he definitely needed it. I'll say that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah hopefully, this is um uh, this is the end of that. I know he's had a long history of having drinking problems yeah so hopefully i don't know if he's ever actually done rehab before i don't know john if you have that information i
2: don't think he's i think he's attempted it but i think he or he straight up denied it i I know this is i think this is i believe this is the first time he's actually gone through with it like completely yeah
1: okay yeah i think you're i think you're right i know when he was with wwe they they tried to have him go in i think he did for a little bit but then he came out and then right before his release they offered it again he just flat said no so like well we can't we can't have you on our you know our roster anymore because of it you're too much of a liability yeah so well one thing i
2: think they need to change with jeff and matt in a sense they i know they're team extreme i know they're the hardies and all that but i i think to help with jeff hardy's rehabilitation he doesn't have to do these crazy matches where he's more chances of getting hurt because you got to think that's probably why he had this this problem with alcohol is you know he's putting himself in pain you know so much more frequently so that's probably why you know he was turning to that so i i i'd like to see that change with jeff hardy even though they're known for that Uh, you know just i liked i love jeff hardy i want to see him wrestle and i i don't want to see things like this happen to him so that that's the change i would like to see going forward
1: yeah yeah it'd be nice to see um both like you said both parties maybe change their wrestling style they don't have to do the crazy stuff anymore i mean that's what darby allen's for he's he's essentially
2: he had that insane match with darby allen right before this
1: i know during the <laughs> during during the Owen Hart uh, Invitational and Darby doing this like ridiculous high jump off the ladder, I'm just like, do we really want to fall from heights here in the Owen Hart Invitational, guys? It's probably not the best thing to do. Like Darby's young and so he's got some time left. Yeah. So if the, if he wants to do that, that's
2: that's fine. But like but Jeff Jeff has a lot of a lot more experience, <laughs> so yeah. we just. I don't want to see anything bad happen to him.
1: Right, exactly. Yeah, have him yeah. have him turned into a brawler. You know, kind of like what what Stone Cold yeah. did when after he got injured, he just turned into a brawler. I know obviously it's a different big difference between the two of them, but you know, if Jeff wants to still wrestle for another 3-4 years, let him let him start just kicking the crap out of people. I think that would be fun to see. Especially, I mean logically speaking, how I would put money
0: down that because he's older and doing these crazy things and hurting himself as he has. I mean, I mean, we've all, we've all been there where you hurt yourself. It's like, well, what am I going to do? I'm going to take some painkillers and drink. So, you know, it's the, it's, it's a, it's, it's I don't even know how to word it, but it's a a slippery slope. It is. It is. So this is something that Scott brought up and I think it's very, I I saw this link drop because somebody had hinted at it and then it came up. And for PR purposes, this is a big, big deal. Scott, you want to take the lead on this next one? We can go
1: over to the E. Go over to the E. Yes. Well, on on Smackdown, well actually on on Friday there were tweets that started coming out um talking about how um Logan Paul opening his mouth a little too too big after having Roman Reigns on his uh, impulsive podcast uh, i've seen bits and pieces of it i need to actually go back and listen to the whole thing but uh it's nice to see roman fully open up and it just just have a ball on there but logan says afterwards that oh, you know man you know we get get him in the ring i think uh i think i can i could beat him and i'm just like oh christ here we go <laughs> i know uh extreme rules is in a few weeks uh but after that it's crown jewel and by the time this podcast drops there will already have been a press conference that's actually happening in Vegas uh, It was scheduled for 3:30 eastern so i'm actually going to pay attention to that once this you know once we're done recording all this um it's about 99% Guaranteed that Logan Paul is going to challenge Roman Reigns for the WWE Undisputed Heavyweight Championship at Crown Jewel Now You look at it Logan Paul has done some pretty good wrestling uh, In the matches that he's had So I, I fully Anticipate this match Being good I mean it's Logan Paul The man has millions upon millions upon millions of followers The crowd hates him Roman's easily going to be the face In this whole thing and I honestly feel like this could be a decent match, but there's there's zero, 0% chance that, that Logan Paul wins this title because if it does, I would equate this with David Arquette victory back in WCW. It would be the worst thing that they could possibly do, especially with Roman just running through everyone right now. I was thinking the David Arquette thing. Yeah. Even though he can go, he, this is true. That is very true. But at the mm-hmm. time it was just like, I understand you're trying to promote ready to rumble here, but this is not what you do. Oh yeah. But even now talking about like now,
0: yeah, it, it just, you know, he can go, but we're building up. We need somebody. You need the right. next guy to take right. down Roman. That's what's going on here. You need the, ne- the next big thing. You yeah. can't just go, Oh yeah, we're going to drop this on Logan Paul and then him drop it like three months later. Right. can't do that.
1: Exactly. I've, I've, been, I've been talking about this for, for, for months now. Roman's not dropping this title until WrestleMania 40. I just, I don't, I don't see it happening. Because this could also work because he could be like, oh, I can beat celebrities now. And then maybe that gets The Rock's attention. And then The Rock yeah. randomly shows up at the Rumble. Maybe The Rock wins the Rumble. I don't know. And then we go to Hollywood, where he'll challenge Roman Reigns in Hollywood for the title. Sorry, I just got hot and
0: bothered for a second.
1: Right? And, I mean, it, it, it lines up so perfectly. And then you have Roman defeat The Rock. You be the ultimate Samoan. And then you have someone come up, win the Rumble next year, and then finally take down Roman Reigns and, you know, eliminate the bloodline. Because now the bloodline's growing because Sola Sequoia finally came up from NXT, helping Roman win and retain the title against Drew. You got... the the, the great thing that's going on within the bloodline is the animosity that's happening between Jay and Sami Zayn. It's, it's, it's quality television. And if you're not watching SmackDown, I really just, just find the bloodline parts and watch it. It's just, it's so good. It's so good. And it just, it keeps it fresh. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see what happens during this match. Even if we all know Roman's going to win. I mean, yeah, there's an
2: absolute, there's an absolute certainty that yeah. <laughs> Logan Paul would not win this title, and this all started from I think Roman was on Logan Paul's uh, podcast, correct? And the 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 brewing kind of started there, where I think I think Roman tweeted out that he thought that he they were talking trash.
1: Yeah, and, well, which you know, which they like, were, which they were yeah. after Roman had left. <laughs> which so. I hadn't seen it, but. Yeah. Yeah, So it's, it's, it's going to be fun. Uh, I look forward to seeing what's going to happen with the, uh, um, the press conference. I might actually live tweet it uh, just because it should be fun to see. Um, But yeah, it's, uh, this is definitely a a nice talking point going into uh, November for crown jewel. And then you can spin it right after that into survivor series later in the month. So who knows this, this, this could be very interesting. WWE is doing some good stuff right now, and it's very, very, very exciting to watch again. Yeah,
2: it seems like it seems like things are firing on all cylinders, especially with the the setback they had, you know, not too long ago. Right. So exactly. it, it seems like they're they're the the company right now that's heading in the right direction. Yeah, and they're and they're bouncing back.
1: Yeah, especially after being in, in in like not not a literal downfall, but or a free fall, but it's. It it was getting a little rough. A free fall yeah <laughs> it was getting a little rough for a while there and, and then the whole controversy with vince happened and then vince stepped down and retired triple h took over uh and just yeah every brand raw smackdown and now nxt have even just picked up their game and yeah it, it's a it's a fun time to be a wwe fan again i mean let's let's
0: before we switch over to the next topic here, I mean, you, you bring that up, Scott. We're, we're getting the black and gold.
1: Yeah, um, they revealed on the uh, the one-year anniversary of NXT 2.0, um, which the shows have been real good. Uh, we ended up getting Soul Sequoia becoming the new North American champion. Uh, finally, somebody de- dethroning Carmelo Hayes. Uh, and then he brought the title over to SmackDown and defended it on SmackDown, which I thought was really cool as well. But the big thing at the end of NXT... We have ourselves a new logo. It's no longer the vomit colors. <laughs> it's more of a it's more of a black and gold, black and white. It's just a white and gold. Is I don't know. It feels like it's that that dress from years ago. What color do you see, guys? It's just it's nice. It's nice that they're kind of bringing it back to their roots. I know Shawn Michaels is pretty much the lead creative down there, uh, and I think shawn has been doing a great job. Uh, I'm very excited to see. I know they're gonna be taping their shows for a little bit, um, which I know USA network is not exactly happy with, but I mean it is what it is. But I think we're gonna start going back to how things were where you have more of you know good stories, good wrestling. Um, you'll still be introducing new people, which I, I thoroughly enjoy because it's nice to see, you know, new new people come up and and actually do a good job on the show. So it's 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 just a good time to watch WWE products again, which I, I honestly haven't been able to say for quite a long time. And it was a rough, it was a rough bit for Scott. <laughs> We'd
0: be podcasting, and I'm like, so Scott, how is Roy? He's like, oh my god, my
1: god. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it.
2: I don't want to <laughs> talk about it.
1: And cry like, for twenty minutes on my on my solo podcast. Well, this happened today. God. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well things i think are going to get a lot interesting if this not wrestling related but because of the with the magnitude and the parties involved of this article it could shake the wrestling world so according to book.com, i have in front of me warner brothers discovery in nbc universal could happen in 2024 the reason we bring this up for obvious reasons nbc has the contract with wwe and warner brothers has the contract with AEW um CEO, Uh the where is it? Da, 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 da. An article in the Hollywood Reporter by Kim Masters points to the industry observers who think Comcast CEO Brian Roberts has an eye on merging NBC Universal with the Warner Brothers Discovery. Literally, the first comment he says, "You are go- you both are going to laugh." Obviously, Peacock sucks. <laughs> an exec <except> with knowledge <laughs> oh, wow. of both companies said, "And there are some good synergies." I'm sure is licking his chops because the W. WBD stock is so low. I think that Zalov's endgame get blah, blah, blah Yeah. Now, my, I guess my question here is: I thought WB, I thought HBO was owned by NBC Universal. This is. And I guess I I need to see the outlay of all this. Because
2: for some reason HBO I thought HBO is HBO is owned by Warner Brothers. It is Warner Brothers. What what yeah. the what was I just telling somebody that NBC owned or Universal owned? The the trade all the trademarks and all that stuff. Who owns what can get complicated. Hmm. Yeah, I
0: know it's. This is like I'm thinking of when Marvel didn't own half of their copyrights for their characters.
2: Right.
0: Yep. <laughs> um. Again, this is this is early. This is this is something the first time we've even hearing about this idea. This is a mega merger, and again, there are there are so many things to take place with something like this. Even even Congress itself could say no. This is a you can't do something like this. Yeah. They've already they've talked about it with other companies where they've wanted to break certain companies up. So could this happen? Could this not happen? Probably. Uh, but I, I let's focus on why we're talking about this article. If this happens, and this is where I'll allow the opinion forums to open up for a minute. Does Discovery Warner and NBC Universal allow for the existence of both companies under the brand under the separate brands?
2: that's where things are going to get a little tricky because well you got you gotta you gotta wonder when these television deals run out for both wwe and uh aew i think aew has some deal until I, i believe until 2024 uh wwe's deal with uh usa network i'm not sure on but i i think it, that definitely coincides with it like when each of these uh, each of their respective deals you know is up and whether that's restructured or not because well this article also states that the negotiations between uh nbc universal and uh and warner brothers discovery they can't start doing that until at least april of 2024
1: so okay. so it's yet another bidding war in 2024
2: Oh, well, there's gonna be a well, whole lot of bidding. <laughs> well, let me let me ask you guys this
0: okay, even though Dynamite does not pull Monday Night Raw or SmackDown numbers, Dynamite on Wednesday still ends up in the top five shows viewed on a Wednesday. Obviously, Raw for its you know Monday Night Football, you have a lot of things go on on primetime, and for Raw to do what it, it does on a Monday and still not make. I didn't even know half the time, like the top 10, it's still kind of like lower, but it's still because everyone's watching TV on a Monday. Right. Everyone's in front of the boob tube on Monday. Do you think it's beneficial for them to keep, especially with Warner Brothers Discovery saying, hey, we don't want too much scripted TV anymore. And AEW almost falls into this weird non-script, like live non-scripted television. Do you think it's beneficial they treat all the, like, again, there'll be like a, like a blanket because it'll be Discovery. Because Discovery, if I'm not mistaken, was the company that bought out Warner or merge with Warner, the talks about HBO Max going away and everything being under discovery. You have discovery as the parent company. And then you have universal here. You have NBC here. You have uh, Warner here. And yeah, you know. do you think there's a possibility? I'm, I'm just here. Me as an executive, I was an executive and I saw how hot wrestling was right now. I absolutely would be like, okay, we're going to treat these. I would keep them. And I would go, we're going to treat these like they're signed under different entities
1: yeah, you definitely don't want to throw them together. Um, keep them separate. If anything, it'll turn into, you know, uh, an internal who's better. You know, it's yeah, they're under the same. They're owned by the same people, but they're still separate companies. And, you know, I, I just I, I feel like it would be dumb for them to drop one or both or the other or who knows. It's just I don't know. I think wrestling right now is is, is going through a little bit of a mini boom. Um even with all the ridiculous going on right now with, with, uh, AEW they'll, they'll, they'll straighten the ship. They'll get things going and things will, will continue to go up. Yeah. It's just, I, if anything, and I know that I th- I'm pretty sure I've read something that Warner brothers wants to even add even more wrestling to it's it's programming. So, I mean, we have ROH, which would be a great one hour maybe show to throw in there or who knows, Maybe make Rampage two hours, move it to a new day. I don't know. I just don't think it'd be a smart decision for them to to drop, you know, a million plus people from watching a show that they enjoy.
2: We've seen a lot of the changes that uh, in the AEW. Oh, not it's not a lot, but we've seen the minor changes that have been going on within AEW shows because I think a while ago we, we saw that they <laughs> They wanted AEW to tone down because it seemed like it was it seemed like it was getting excessive, but so much too much blood. Uh, all they the wanted swearing. to tone, down, tone tone down the swearing. So I think on Dynamite this past Wednesday uh, night there was no swearing. Like even when MJF was cutting his promo, he didn't say anything.
1: I don't even think there was there any was, blood. No, there was, there
0: was no blood. Um, I think. Other than Hobbs Other than Hobbs When he like bit his lip But that's that's it Yeah But I guess that doesn't count Because if you get No If if it happens in the mouth It's Probably not intentional I'd assume You're aiming for blood To be here To offset the You know The color of your skin To make it look like Oh he's He got messed up
1: Yeah
0: Um, But I don't know This is something That's interesting I definitely know We're gonna be keeping An eye eye on it So many people Like it's gonna be WCW And this and that There's so many Fucking other factors That get involved here People forget that WCW was owned by Turner networks. That was bought out by AOL. This is an independently privately owned company by one of the richest families in the world. Yep. So yeah, they're not going anywhere.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they're going anywhere.
0: So that being said, we're going to keep an eye on this one. This one's fascinating. And again, there's all many other ramifications here, especially with, you know, Warner cut in the DC stuff. We could talk about, we could have a podcast and just this, not even wrestling related stuff here. <sighs> that being said, we're going to hop right into the weekly results. We're going to skim through these. And there's a couple of talking points we are going to bring up, but I will point those out when we get to them. First and foremost, we're going to talk about AEW Dynamite, the Dynamite, the go home show for Grand Slam, if you want to call it, you know, Solid card, good card, fun card. Uh, we had John Moxley defeat Sammy Guevara in the Grand Slam Tournament of Champions. Scott loves his tournaments,
1: of course. Um,
0: we had Jungle Boy defeat Jay Lethal. We had Powerhouse Hobbs squash Matt DiMarito. Uh, we had Swerve It Out Glory defeat the Lucha Brothers, Tony Storm. No, Britt Bacon Serena Deeb pinned Tony Storm and Athena in the main event. A banger, if you will. Um. Brian Danielson, the shocker of the night, defeating Chris Jericho. Wow. So we have a Blackpool Combat Club main event for the title, which, again, we were talking about. Oh, not that I wouldn't have been mad if Chris Chris Jericho won. But now we have somebody who hasn't held the belt, which half the time, that's the fun part. Now you're like, you're going to give it to Danielson. Who knows? We don't know. But I think the big thing I want to talk about here. And again, we want to congratulate the man, MJF, proposed to his girlfriend that you didn't even know the guy was dating somebody for so long. This guy is so old nope. school. You don't even know he has a life outside of wrestling. Right. And then his his his, his Twitter post, so – the guy's probably – he's like the man. He's probably the nicest guy outside of the industry. He knows how to play his character.
2: Possible. Nobody has seen it. Well, nobody – publicly has seen it but it's possible
0: there is one interview with him out of character from years ago and he's ah. this like timid kid from long island and he just sounds so nice but i want to talk about his promo because i think he and i think we're all on the same page here especially after the all out media scrum or you know you want to call it, whatever you want to call media scuffle i think this is the man and I said, kind of like what WWE's doing with Roman. He is the man they need to throw the del- belt on him, run with him for the next year. This promo, he can't cut a bad promo. And now he's back and his promos are, they are so exciting. Mm. And then he introduces the
2: firm. Well, mm. you do see, did you see how much the the interest in the room and even us, because I think we, because we were watching it together from when MJF's promo was happening, you know, I think, there was an investment there people were listening to what he had to say responding to what he had to say so that shows the the power this guy has in this mm. company right now and and how much like he deserves that world title because when the firm was introduced and it, and the mic kind of got passed off to Stokely Hathaway you saw the
1: <laughs> the response was certainly not the same i mean honestly out of the entire firm Hathaway is the biggest name, which is on. Un- well, so <laughs> you got to build wow. these kids up. I mean, you got to build yeah. these kids up. Yeah. You know, I-, I think after him, you'd probably would say that you know, WC- uh, w Morrissey would be the next biggest guy, uh, but everybody else, they're they're not nobodies, but they haven't really done much. And I probably would put Ethan Page maybe on the same page as W Morrissey, but mm. you know, they need to win titles of their own. I know that during this whole promo, they each had a title that they wanted to go after, which I thought was good. It's smart. It gives them direction, which is what they need. Mm. Now they need to win titles for them to be more legitimate. Um, I would hope that Ethan Page would be the first one to get a title um, and then maybe give it to um, the guns. I just want to call them ass boys, even though (laughs) they're just give it to the guns you know stuff like that like give everybody a title at some point to make them feel legitimate and actually be worth being on retainer for MJF otherwise it's kind of like what's the point like give me give me a reason to be invested in these guys
2: well there's def- there's definitely a variety of titles to choose from so that's that's no issue there that is true <laughs> yeah. and it's you know I will say I don't know like I've always liked Stoley
0: Hathaway I liked when he was Malcolm Bivens over in NXT so honestly to, uh, most uh, yeah you know I'm, I'm i'm curious to see what they're gonna do with all the talent but because he's he's gonna be the head of the firm and we're gonna get the diamond mine that we never got scott Right. yeah and that's what we, that's what's going on here we're getting the diamond mine pretty much i'm th- that's that's why i'm invested because he's also really good in the mic and people need to remember that you know he's yeah. when he's talking you better be listening to that man
1: yeah
0: so that being said, we're going to hop over to Impact quickly. Um, we keep an Impact on the uh, in our horizons, in our sights, because Scott and I, when we get time, we like to watch Impact. And Impact, John, we're going to say this right now: if you haven't watched Impact recently, um, it's almost like watching Ring of Honor at times, mm-hmm. like peak Ring of Honor. Like the talent is really good. We don't, they don't get the note, the notice that they do. We keep talking about going back and watching it. Obviously, we'll discuss Bound for Glory when it comes up because that'll be a good card. Yep. We're going to go through this week's impacts. Quickly, Speedball Mike Bailey defeated Mascara Dorada. Decay defeated Steve Macklin and Moose. Killer Kelly defeated Alicia. Impact tag team title match. Ooh, this is a banger. Get this one. Honor No More of Matt Taven. Wait, Matt Taven and Mike Bennett have the titles right now? What? Defeated Josh Alexander and Rich Swan. And the main event was... Nope, that wasn't the main event. Mickey James defeated Hyan And the main event, sorry. Oh. Motor City Machine Guns with and the Good Brothers with the... You know, the machine guns getting the win, getting the win. That That's a solid TV card for
1: a Thursday. Yeah, Bringing up Mickey James for a moment. Um, I know she's kind of going through like a retirement tour, but I saw an article that I believe in either 2023 or 2024, this interest in bringing both her and her husband to WWE. So maybe seeing Nick Aldis on WWE television, maybe give him a small run. I mean, I think that would be fantastic for him. Obviously, Mickey, everybody knows Mickey James, uh, so it'd be nice to see her again on WWE television. But I would love that for Nick Aldis. The matches Nick Aldis could have,
2: I wouldn't mind that either. I think Mickey James. I know she's she's had a lot of great time in Impact, um, but also with WWE. I think if they were to do that, I don't know if her taste with wwe is still sour after the way she had left that company
1: but that's also with the old administration that's we what i was going to say too yeah we don't know how yep. she is i'm sure she's probably fine like most people are with triple h so remember yeah remember the royal rumble she came out with the impact knockout that's very true and her yep. theme song from impact too so clearly there's already yep. you know there's already a precedent set so I think that would be great. I mean, I would not lie; I, I would be very excited to hear hardcore country on a, on a every week basis for a while.
2: And um, that was that was happening with just with uh, with Vince with Vincent So right. imagine what would hap- well, imagine what'll happen because they're starting to acknowledge I don't know what statistics and things like that not within WWE for yep. certain wrestlers. So I think it's it's not something where Triple H is just gonna just open the gates all of a sudden, you know, it it's he's right. He's putting pieces in place and yep. we're slowly we're seeing it slowly build to uh uh like totally his vision.
1: Yeah.
0: I think and again, this is the big one.
2: I think the official
0: forbidden door because all these other companies could go work with, you know, Triple H and WWE. But with AEW front literally being the head of uh, this is going to be a weird phrase, and I don't hope nobody takes it the wrong way. But being the the gateway to the independent scene and mainstream television, because WWE is almost on its own island, but AEW okay. yeah. is the gateway to all this independent talent, all these other promotions. That's that's the forbidden door. That is
1: the forbidden door. The working between those two, it's the dream. It, it, it's I mean, for a while, everybody was like, "Oh my god, maybe it's going to happen." But recently, Tony's been saying he he thinks even less. You know that it's even less of a possibility now because of stuff that Triple H has done. I mean, they had All Out, and WWE is like, "Oh, let, let me give you not one but two premium live events on the same weekend as All Out, and one on the same day."
2: Hey, no.
0: could be that there was the rumors of the uh, the supposed WWE people putting feelers out there for right, you know, contract. I mean, that's again, that's all semantics. That's all hearsay.
1: Who knows? I, mean, I would love, I would love maybe a yearly event kind of like what new Japan and all Japan have done, you know, stuff like that. I mean, I think that would be cool. Will it happen? Who knows for now? Let's just build everybody up. Let's just give us some fantastic wrestling to watch and enjoy. And then we'll, we'll settle all that other nonsense later on.
0: (laughs) Fair. Um, but we're gonna hop right into Rampage. Rampage was it was there were some good matches here. Weird way to lay out the, the card though. So the Matt Hardy and Darby Allen match kicked the night off. Mm. Um, Darby Allen getting the win, but that was in the first 10 minutes, and then not till 10:30, we got the follow-up. We got Penelope Ford taking on Willow Nightingale with Penelope Ford getting the win over Willow. Uh following that, we had our quick squash of Ethan Page taking on Danhausen and then mm. A banger of a match, Samoa Joe defending and retaining the TV title against Josh Woods. Noted we talk about things that people say, and I don't know know if something has changed recently, but not only did Jericho in his promo mention WCW in WWE, but he also mentioned the F. He did.
1: He did. Uh, You know, I I like the fact that Jericho is going to go after the ROH Heavyweight Championship. Uh, challenging Claudio. And I believe that that match will be on Grand Slam next week. So that'll be a lot of fun to watch. Um, I kind of hope that they don't put it on Jericho because I don't want Claudio's first title run, heavyweight title run to be so short. But if they do, Jericho becomes even more insufferable and we get to laugh at him even more.
2: I brought the sports entertainment to ring of honor. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's got. That's exactly what's going to happen. If, if, if that were the case. Yeah.
0: So that has been our week. And again, you know, throughout the next couple of, as we work on the restructure, we might be throwing in things from previous shows that we haven't talked about, but look forward to it. What our main focus or our main event for every week, we've got a question that we're going to ask. Um, but first, before we ask these questions, well, the question this week is going to be: We're talking about Fight Forever, you know. Obviously, Two K Twenty Twenty Three is probably in the midst. There's some other, there's that wrestle, um, that like RPG wrestling game coming out, or that's come out. So we we're talking about what our favorite wrestling video games were a couple weeks ago. And I said, John, hold up, that's our question. That's question number <laughs> one. We're going to discuss our favorite video game, but before we do that, Mister Statman over here, here uh, is going to provide us with a random fact.
2: We're I do have a random a random stat for you this week, and it coincides with our question of the week, which is um, on the topic of wrestling video games. Mm. So shortly we're going to get into, I think, you know, some of our favorite wrestling video games uh, throughout our lives. Um, So I wanted to ask you guys this really quick because this will be an interesting fact for you, I think, this week. All right. Off the top of your head, how many wrestling video games do you think there have been since the beginning of time, <laughs> I guess. 60. All right. So we got Sam's going with 60. And they give some Scott some time to think here. I will say. I will say 75. Actual retail price. <laughs> Thank you. I was hoping. So, <laughs> I almost so said guys,
1: 61, but I'm like, no.
2: So surprisingly, you guys are both on the lower end.
1: Wow. Okay.
2: So, I count here, this is, I mean, off of Wikipedia, but promotion based wrestling video games altogether, 112.
0: Wow. Okay. That makes and sense.
2: This, I, I made sure I deleted like anything iOS or Android related because that, that those don't, I don't think those count. Right. Um, yeah. But yeah, 112 promotion based video games and uh, video game wrestling video games that have been brandless, 40. So like pro
0: wrestling back in the day, or um, oh, the, there's a wrestling game out of Japan that I got. Um, but this makes sense because now it's only been WWE games for a long time, and they now write down like one game a year. But then you got to think about so let's say that's twenty years about that year
2: WWE alone, sixty one video games. That oh, makes
0: sense. Okay, that makes yeah. sense. But there was the time where they'd have the arcade games, and they had the games for the Game Boy, and then they had the games you know that used to be yep. able to have a multitude of games. So this definitely that's fascinating. That's that's fascinating. I'd like to see a spread on that. I bet you there's probably a time period in the early 80 90s where there oh there's a huge clump.
2: There's yeah there's quite a bit uh based off of the 90s here just alone with WWE. You know I, I'm seeing a whole bunch of bunch of systems here that I just <laughs> remember that I used to have. Oh my god WWF Royal Rumble wwf rage in the cage wwf king of the ring just a a whole bunch of titles here you know just on like stuff on like uh super nintendo uh sega master sega master system you know a lot of a lot of different a lot of variety here i like it interesting
0: interesting that's that's hmm. it's a lot of games to go through but we've had to sit here and figure out which ones are our favorite ones we're gonna be all over the place i know here Mm -hmm. i have i have a feeling yep we're going to have different all where there's no way we all have the same video game. Cause I know for a fact, mine's not probably a popular one, but and that's not me blaming the, well, I only play the games that aren't that popular. No, no. <laughs> there's a story about this one in particular, but I don't know who wants to, who wants to, you know, you know, we have 40 years, 45 years of wrestling video games here to talk about. It's true. And then, you know, and they've evolved. They've, they've evolved quite a bit. They've gone from pretty much being like a, an arcade style game to, you know, now we have career modes, you know, you can create your own wrestlers, you can do all this cra- crazy stuff, you know, obviously, you know, the game, Game Boy games had some solid releases. The Super Nintendo was you know, the dawn of, you know, the Xbox GameCube and PlayStation two, you know, that's where, you know, I think this, the, the modern game really took, took form, yep. if you will. So, yeah, let's. Let's get right into that. So, who wants to start? Who wants to talk about their favorite one first?
2: <laughs> I got a few titles that I mean, I got three notable titles that uh, that I can think of off the top of my head that that definitely stuck with me as far as a wrestling video game. The first one I ever owned was WWE SmackDown. Here comes the pain. Classic. It, just a lot of a lot of nostalgia with that one. You know, it was it was still. I mean. There were so many wrestling video games, but I I felt like it was still like being worked on in a way because I don't think this this game this game didn't even have like any commentary with it, like the matches were just it was quiet you know as far as the commentary level. So um, it, it's just I really like that game just because you know that this came all the way back out in two thousand three. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not my favorite, but I mean there's nostalgia there.
1: A lot of people think no. that this one is probably the best SmackDown game that's out there. Um, yep. I, I personally I disagree with that. I feel that there's one more that I enjoy better than that, but I'll get to that once I talk about my, my three choices.
2: I see I see it on that list here. I think I know which one. I think I know which one you're talking about. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. So uh the next one that comes up for me is was just a year later was the first uh, WWE SmackDown versus Raw. Mm. So there's also nostalgia with that. I think that's when it really started to dive into uh, more of like creating wrestlers. Um, people really started to enjoy that. Uh, I, I really liked the career mode in this one. Because like the first, let's <laughs> talk about ridiculous storylines. In video games, they got, they got absolutely like asinine. Like the first, the first thing that happens in this in this like career mode is to, Teddy Long gets hit by a limo. Yeah. <laughs> it's the very first thing that happens in the game. Yep. Uh. So I, I, I like this one just because it, it it allowed you to get just crazy with you know what with, with your I guess your wrestling fandom. <laughs> uh, and then this is this is my favorite one personally for me uh just again this uh, these are all in the span of you know just a year apart from one another i gotta go with uh smackdown versus raw 2006 this is the one where my brothers and i played it the most we created so many wrestlers in this game you know we we even started our own wrestling promotion we had we had the cwe (laughs) yeah i think what was it oh my god what was it it was cul-de-sac wrestling entertainment because well because i lived on a cul-de-sac at the time that's perfect (laughs) i love that so much so that we brought that in i think we had we had a tournament with all sorts of different characters we had like mr clean in there we had mario (laughs) we had yoda we had jason Voorhees. we had so many random (laughs) characters uh, you can probably still find the videos on youtube where my brothers and i are doing commentary for for each of these matches, it, it him and I had a lot of fun with this one, so that that's definitely why it's my favorite. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so th- those are my big three. Those are the big three ones I remember. What what do you guys got? I'll you know I'll let Scott
0: finish. You know Scott can I think because he has he probably has a lot more memory of you know a lot of the classics and you know he's he's seen you know a lot more in regards to you know from the mm. Super Nintendo the Nintendo sixty four know even to today i mean he's i know you're still actively playing you know like 2k 22 and 19 i'll i'll jump in here i will give you a couple of so obviously john i know the same age and i went through a time keep in mind there was a time in my life when i was in middle school high school don't mind the cat um where I, my video game and my wrestling consumption went to low, if not nothing, because I was in Boy Scouts, you know, I was very active with other things. I was, you know, so around the same time, you know, John's mentioned his games, there were games that I was playing. Um, one of the notables I want to mention is WCW NWO Revenge for the Nintendo 64. There you go. One of the reasons I, I, I just remember, and again, we, by the time I was playing this game, this was when we started doing like the yard sailing, you know, we started going through yard sales and checking out, you know, what games we wanted, you know, we go yard sale. and We just find everything coming you know, in the bins for cheap. Cause by that point, this was before retro game collecting. This is where people are like, ah, I just don't want it anymore. 10 cents. We got NWCWNW revenge. And that was a lot of fun. You know, we had a huge roster. I mean, at that point, what game had a huge roster like that, you know, if I'm not mistaken, this is the game that had, um, I think it had Davy boy Smith before he was like, oh, wow. I think he was signed but he actually wrestled like one match or something. You know, the, the different backgrounds, you know, you could play in Halloween Havoc, you do Bash at the Beach, you know, it was really, you know, this is peak WCW, this game came out. Obviously, WCW, another one...
2: 11 video games. Interesting. Yep. Interesting. And
0: I know the last Sorry. ones weren't that great. <laughs> so I heard they're making a sequel to Backstage Assault. It's called AEW Backstage Assault. <laughs> 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 you know, one I'm going to mention that's not a good game but that we played because my parents like, oh, you know, they were wrestling video games. Legends of Wrestling we played because that's what we had for the GameCube. <laughs> not a great title. Not a great title. But one I remember fondly, oh, yeah, you got to play Hulk Hogan. You get to play Jerry Lawler, this, that, da, 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 da. Stupid fun. As a little kid, you know, 10, 11 years old, you know, you don't care. You know, like, this is fun. I'm playing a wrestling game. The one game, okay, Scott, this, this, this pertains to you because the guy involved here is the guy I met you through. So obviously, Andrew, who's gonna to listen to this podcast, is my older brother's best friend. I've known him since I was first grade. Now kindergarten, because they went to school, they known each other since first grade. He had all the new tech. You know, he had you know, he had the Nintendo 64. You know, he was you know, he was the one who told my brother, Mike, you need to buy this. When you get your Xbox, you gotta buy this game called Halo. He was that guy, but the game we always played. Because it was the first time you could, again, you had the Xbox. It's the first video game system with a hard drive. You could put music on there, Raw 2. Yes. <laughs> WWE. Uh, WWE, was at WWF at the time? WWF- was uh, WWF Raw. No, actually, 2003, so this is that peak. Oh, no, WWE
2: Raw 2, I'm WWE sorry. WWE
0: Raw yeah. 2. We could put our own music on there. You could do the pie, py- like you could pick every pyro. You could, we spent hours creating characters, you know, at one point, my brother Zach, because we had one Xbox, it was my brother Mike's, he would go through the career mode. My brother Zach had every belt, like, and it was like the same career mode for the whole Xbox. It was just, it was wild. Like, and again, when I bring it up, people are like, oh, there are other <laughs> games that did that too. I go, yeah, but this is the one we had. This is what we played. We love yeah. this. Especially when you turn it on and you had the raw. And at that time, you had the Union Underground theme. Yes. Yep. To me, yep. that was like peak. Ruthless aggression raw yeah. and again we didn't have cable we watched smackdown in that time that was the time where it was like eddie Guerrero and chris bill one everyone's like well you know it's you know smackdowns are right that was when john is coming through the ranks he had big show but raw was like the the one we wanted the taste of you know everyone watched raw on mondays and we didn't uh-huh. but we had raw too and it was just it was just thinking about it, even even now we'll go back. You know, if I'm hanging out with Andrew, we'll throw on Raw too, and he'll show me the ridiculousness that they used to do. Like I sent you guys the video. Of, you know, my he had the backyard wrestling company, and my brother Mike had three different characters. You know, they made the videos <laughs> they uploaded. You know, he's Mike it, was, Cranston. it was the
2: Mick, it was the Mick Foley of that of that promotion. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's just one I think of, and I actually have a copy of it from my Xbox. At some point, I'll probably pop it in. And actually it's the reason why I'm sitting here and I'm like, Scott, I think I might get 22 so we can play. So that's, that's my favorite. I know it's not a critically acclaimed game, but that's the one I remember, remember the most.
1: Yeah. You have the most memories with it. And it's, I'm glad that you brought up raw too, because I had it as like a backup in case somebody might, in case you actually might've met, didn't mention it. Uh, So I'm glad you did. Um, yeah, the, oh my god, the, the, the memories that I have with Raw 2 with Andrew and all them as well. Oh my god, just the stories that we actually need to sit down and just have a full discussion about that game and w- like why Andrew picked it up. Oh my god, I think that'd be a great future podcast just to have everybody on and just talk about how fantastic that or, or how terrible that game truly is. <laughs> um, but for, for my list. Um, I kind of dive back a little bit um with you know the past games and stuff like that um I'm just gonna throw a name out there and uh, we really don't need to discuss it but w- wWF no mercy I mean what can we say about that game that hasn't already been said? Yeah. Easily one of the top five, probably best video games that's ever been, cre- been created in, in the wrestling genre and probably top 10, maybe all time, depending in sports. I don't know. That, that's just my opinion. An old time classic for me that I truly enjoyed back in the day, WCW versus the world where WCW had their little roster and then they had a whole bunch of fake wrestlers that, have they're all internationally famous people but clearly don't have the rights can't have them play you know can't have them actually there Um, the one that I always used was the one that was based off of uh, Jushin Thunder Liger so I used to just beat the snot out of everybody with that character love that game it was probably the first wrestling game that I really dove into and played a lot I don't believe it had a season mode but I just would play random exhibitions and just have a whole lot of fun with that. Uh, But for me, my favorite of all time um, and not to knock some of the newer ones have been really good. Like honorable mention to like WWE 13. um, I believe 2k 2k 19 was really good um two key 22 is actually really is up there as well there's still a lot of polishing that they could still do to this game but it's actually it's it's pretty good but for me i'm going way back to smack down to know your role this had the longest actually their season mode was never ending you would just play continuously And they would always cycle in different scenarios where you could unlock (laughs) other wrestlers. And I remember I played for 10 years in season mode. It would go through the full calendar year. I went through, unlocked everybody, and then the game crashed and I lost my save. I cried. (laughs) As a kid, I cried. Lost it. I was so sad. Um, But just... And, and the good thing about it is that they had ranking systems for every title. You could move the women into the men's division, stuff like that. So obviously, China at the time was clearly running for the IC title the whole th- the whole time. I bounced back and forth between like the hardcore title, the European title, intercontinental title, WWE <laughs> title. It was great because you could run your own storylines and just throw people in different divisions and just go to town. It was such a fun game, and I wish... I know that the newer games try to do that, but the, their universe mode needs a lot of, you know, a lot of TLC and not the tables, ladders, and chairs. Uh, oh <laughs> it's just, I wish they'd kind of go back to that and just let it, let you have more free reign with it. Uh, but that's why SmackDown 2 No. is 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 my favorite game of all time.
0: Good picks, good picks. It's funny you mentioned No Mercy, and I was gonna if if nobody had picked No Mercy, I think we were gonna have to talk about that game anyways. Yeah, right, right, yeah. You know, <laughs> we didn't have No Mercy, so we've only we only again Andrew had it. So we'd right. go, we'd play with him, yeah. and then even now when we go, I hang out with him, he'll pop it in, and he'll have the copy where or is it that? No, Raw Two they did all the edits, but they yep. they have a copy of No Mercy where they made all these. I think they made them. Um, and Andrew was creative. Andrew was super, super creative.
2: Uh, yeah, that surprisingly, kind of that was one I didn't have for N sixty four growing up. I think I got that. I think I got that one much later. But yeah, I, I didn't play a lot of wrestling games until they st- until like PlayStation two. Mm. Like my my I didn't I didn't really dive into anything on N sixty four or even PlayStation or anything.
0: See, and that's that's I think what affects you know my intake of wrestling games because we didn't have any PlayStation consoles until I bought my PlayStation Three. I didn't have a PS One or
2: PS Two growing up. There was a couple of weird ones I think we rented when there was when there was still when there were still stores. Like I think one of them I came across was WWE Day of Reckoning. Oh I God, playing that one. Oh that no, that one. I, WWE WrestleMania Twenty One. Oh, which yeah, actually that's- that that was not bad. Day of Reckoning was. I, I don't really remember that one too well.
0: But WrestleMania, 21,
2: yeah. <laughs> WrestleMania 21 wasn't bad. I
0: I got one that was a dumpster fire that I had for the, the Nintendo 64. ECW Hardcore Revolution.
2: <laughs> uh,
0: ECW, ECW
2: had two video games.
0: <clears throat> yeah, it was ECW Hardcore Revolution. I think ECW Anarchy Rules, which I'll tell you right now, yep. Anarchy does not rule.
2: No. But. Nope. No. No. <laughs> Yeah, interesting. New Japan, New Japan had 13 video games.
0: Yeah, seeing that well they have New Japan and All Japan have games um yes. and that they have obviously they own Nintendo and Sony, <laughs> you know, of of course, you know, they would <laughs> pump out a lot of those titles. There's one game that I did get from them from 2018, uh, Fire Pro
1: Wrestling. Mm. Oh. <clears throat> I haven't played it but I've watched it played on Twitch. That's a fun game. <laughs> That yeah, looks that like one a fun game.
0: Yeah, it's almost like a, it's like a top down. It almost looks like an arcade one, but it has the Fire Pro Wrestlers because that's a franchise going back years. Um, it has members of the Bullet Club. It has Kazuchika Okada. It has Noris Suzuki. You can have cage matches. You can have like death matches. You can put blood on it. It's it's really fun for a very sim- simplistic game.
2: Yeah. Difficult but fun. We'll. I'm sure we'll be. We'll share our thoughts too when the upcoming. AEW fight forever comes out because mm-hmm. I, I think the little bit of footage that we, we saw from it uh from the Tokyo game show, I think this past week or whatever, we said, Oh, this is this does not look great. This <laughs> 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 is <just> not <laughs> But the question was... is gonna be
0: how does it control? I think that's the big one. It might not look right. super, but I want to yeah. make sure it needs to control it could be the best control game ever and look like garbage, you know?
1: Right. That's, yeah, that's, that's definitely
2: that's definitely a factor.
0: Because it could look great and it could handle like dick.
2: Right yeah yeah yeah
0: you know that's 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 where they get you that's where they get you well awesome we're gonna leave uh when we drop this when you guys listen to it uh we're gonna ask you what your favorite wrestling video game is you guys should let us know on twitter facebook instagram youtube i'm assuming we're putting this on youtube scott mm-hmm. um but john we're glad that you can join us now every two weeks and ramble about wrestling for uh hour hour and a half yeah i'll definitely up. be doing a lot of that yeah, yeah we, <laughs> we we all will we don't get to do this enough but guys again as always thank you for listening if you're going to do so please follow us on twitter um media media underscore bedlam wow i'm, l- I'm just-
1: <laughs> sam's going <laughs> back in time it's <laughs> been a long time since we've done this
0: yeah yeah it's is the twitter <laughs> handle because that's the one that's different
1: oh <laughs> uh, yeah but we're uh we're 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 trying to consolidate everything. So with Twitter, it's it's just above the ring uh, on Facebook. We're at ship it above the ring and Instagram. We are underscore above the ring. And you know, Obviously, YouTube is just above the ring. Thank you, Scott. You can find
0: me. At, this will be official on Twitter. Scott, Jstream. J stream Johnny
1: on Twitter. I am not on
2: Twitter. I might have to I might have to do this. I might have you to know. make a I might have to make a stat man one. I like it. Yes.
0: Ooh yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, might
2: have to, I might have to experiment with that. Yes, you should. Um, John also has another
0: podcast. Um, I'll just promote it here. He does You Can't Beat the Classics. Obviously, they talk about classic movies. Sometimes they do newer movie reviews. We will have that linked in uh, – we drop this on Facebook and whatnot so you guys can find that information. Um, we are on all streaming platforms. If you cannot find us, please let us know, and we will add ourselves on there. On your streaming platform, please make sure you like, share, subscribe, leave a comment, leave a review. Tell people why Ship It Studios and Above the Ring is a podcast if you're choosing and why they should listen to us as well. Guys? We are going into Grand Slam week. We will talk to you in two weeks. Don't forget to ship it. And as always, do not forget to join the Bedlam.
1: Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the
2: blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi...
1: Please subscribe and happy listening.